This is the Apostolic Evangelist, chapter 4. How do you begin? What do you do? I want us to go first to Luke 6, if you would, in your Bibles. And I'm just going to read something here. Luke 6, 17, Jesus came down with, the, with them and stood on a level place. And there was a large crowd of his disciples and a great throng of people from all Judea, Jerusalem, and the coastal region of Tyre and Sidon. I want you to notice right there, for me, that is the scriptural foundation of an open-air crusade because he came and stood with them on a level piece of ground. I like that. If you're doing open-air, you need to be on a level piece of ground. And here we find a number of people, first as disciples, then a crowd, and where they came from. And then he began to preach. Who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases, and those who were troubled by unclean spirits were being cast out. And all the people were trying to touch him, for power was coming from him. There you have the outline of basically what goes on in an open-air meeting. The level ground that could be there was unity amongst the leaders, or it could be a geographical position <clears throat> of people to be at a level stage. And, and there it describes exactly what Jesus the evangelist did. So here we are, we're coming to how to practically begin. Well, Acts um, uh, 6 verse 3 says, you're full of wisdom in the Holy Spirit. Acts 5, 6 verse 5 says, you're full of faith in the Holy Spirit. And Acts 6 verse 8 says, you have grace and power. I think in the, the part where verse 5 says you're full of faith and the Holy Spirit is where you will begin to start doing something around winning the lost. If you have that call of Ephesians 4, 11 and 12, then I think you're up around Acts 6 and verse 8 where you have grace, where the grace is the grace gifts. Then the power describes a power group of the grace, grace gifts, which is the gift of faith, the working of miracles and the gifts of healing, which results in what happened there after people heard him. So if you Acts 8, 4, and it talks about going out there and um, going and preaching the gospel, which links in with Acts 6, verse 5 and Acts 8, verse 4, is where you begin. So how do you start? Well, I started simply by being on a motorcycle. So you have no platform or anything. But I went out by myself with a backpack on my back for a week into a remote area that was at war. At that time, it was Mozambique. Small target, quick and unusual because it was a motorcycle. And I started preaching the gospel, which resulted in 12 years of solid ministry in, in provinces and, and, and people being touched. How did I start? A gas lamp under a tree. Make a noise. People come. It's unusual. It's not normal. Stand up without a platform on a piece of level ground where it was comfortable for them and simply preach. You can use the back of your truck. You can stand on your trailer. Amy Simple McPherson, she used the kitchen ladder, three-step kitchen ladder, took that downtown, stood on it, made a noise, people came. You can stand on a rock, you can stand on a wall, you can stand anywhere and start preaching in the market, on the street corners, outside a house, next to a hospital, and you begin. So the prime thing is this in your notes says get a target area, which is important because that area is the area that you want to go to. It's some area where there's a target area. So go and preach. Number two under that is you meet the town clerk or municipal leader 
with a fraternal church leader with you and get in the endorsement from him. And that is very powerful. We did that in the town in Zambia. And he came and opened the meeting for the first night, endorsed us, told us that we were safe to a whole community or a suburb. And as a result, the stadium was full of people and God's power showed up. What it does, it, it brings you into a place of good repute with the people. <clears throat> and knowing that the government knows you is huge. When you come down to a point there, it says get a team to go with you. I strongly advise that you get a group of interns or young evangelists to travel with you, as I have done. And other men and women are out there preaching the gospel way beyond where I have and been into nations that I've never been into. So get those that go with you in that. Again, you get there's a whole section on getting a good equipment and um, tells you what kind of equipment to get. Um, and a whole list of instruction. And it, you'll find that your sound system is probably the most expensive when you start getting to that level. You need a sound system to project your voice as a form and an instrument of communication. Your, the size of your sound system does not endorse your ministry. You are the ministry and your sound system helps your ministry. We, and we specifically, as you go in and you know, it's a little paragraph at the bottom is we trained one man to handle everything. And it's important to have that one man be trained because you often have some people coming out of a crowd wanting to plug in their bass guitar and be part of your team while you're doing music. No, no, your team is your team. And so you safeguard that. When you have one man running your team, you don't have a whole lot of um, disco jockeys trying to impress you with their information and skills. One man handles it and you know you're safe. Keep your dress and logo out of things and there's a whole lot here in these notes which I know this time of communication will, will not justify trying to get through it all. Here's a point. Your platform, the bigger the crowd, the higher you need to be off the ground. The higher your speakers need to be off the ground. The higher the level of sound off the ground, the further the projection will be. There's information in there about getting the best sound system, having a team-based camp, and difficulties in doing open-air crusades. And so how you start is you simply go, and this is a good guideline of some of the do's and don'ts that I have found in reaching the lost. And it goes on into chapter 5 where there are types of evangelism, which I'll cover next. But just go through that and study it and fit that into the situation that you have. And so a lot of information and you'll be well equipped to go and do what you're called to do. So go and have a fight and pick a fight with the devil. Cast out demons, raise the dead, change a city.